Hey, this is Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump, the Big Bad Booty Daddy, and you listen to IcoPod, the best podcast going today. Holler if you hear me. Welcome back to IcoPod. It's episode 166. I'm Bob Colley Jr. With me as always is Austin Skidder and Dallas Gridley. Fellas, how are we doing? Doing pretty good, man. Hello. Great. I'm ready, I'm ready to watch some Raw. <laughs> Do you remember, Bob, yeah. back in circa 2018... Back yeah, the back then I was uh, 21. Um, close, yeah. Yep. Uh, so 2018. Mm-hmm. It's me and you yep. sitting knee to knee, sharing the same microphone. That's right. In the first, I'd say, five episodes of Pod. We're probably more stale than half the food in my pantry right now. What are you talking about? Dude, I went back. I listened briefly, mind you. Uh, because, as everybody knows, we are coming up on a new year here in Icopod. 1996 is literally around the corner. Ugh, season four, fuck. Uh, we can see it. It's peeking around. It's I can yeah. see its head peeking around the corner. Well, I just wanted to announce that in three weeks, I am quitting Icopod. I've decided that uh, it's not going to be a new year, new me. I am quitting. Well, uh, I've already beaten you to that like 30 weeks ago. Oh. So anyway. I knew you checked out. It's okay. Uh, one thing I do like that we did for the first year and first year only is we ran down the roster as it was in, you know, the beginning at the beginning. Yeah. So I think maybe that would be nice to kind of recap where we're at superstar wise and talent wise. Oh, yeah. And who's the 96 who's, who's going to do that? Uh, you are. Oh, and okay. Then, yeah. Right. Son of a bitch. Yeah. And then I did notice like we're on our best behavior. And to see where we've come from the first couple of episodes in 93, circa 2018, to now, is quite funny. Well, 
So it's funny you say that because I was actually kind of thinking of this. Oh, but hi, by uh, by the way, Dallas, you can say hi. Oh, I sort of said hi. I said I was right. good. All right, enough of you. I'm, so I'm here. Um, the funny thing is that uh, I was thinking about that the other day, and I was just like, I remember doing this podcast with pieces of paper in our hands, and you could hear like the rattling of paper as we mm-hmm. literally turned the page. <laughs> the yeah. Notes. Yeah, we would lose our spot and be like, oh, wait a minute. I gotta Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it was until like King of the Ring 93 where I was like, maybe I should just keep it on my computer and just read it off. Yeah, I think that's what we both ended up doing. And then we we did notes for over a year and a half. Yeah, we had notes till uh, what? SummerSlam, right? SummerSlam 94. Yeah, well, and there's there's no shocker that we uh, didn't watch that and go through it twice, because fucking no, we ain't doing that. No. So, I don't know, I do implore that uh, if you haven't before, if you're a new listener especially, go back to those first couple of episodes. You really gotta dig on Podbean, but if you can get back there. Uh, definitely check it out. It's it's quite a different uh, show. I think it's a, a more fun show. Um, you might not learn as much, but uh, there's definitely an interesting kind of spin that we've uh, spun ourselves into. Yeah, I would say the podcast was pretty good until we got to 95 and we added a uh, just mm-hmm. a downer of a human being. Yeah, I was going to say, I definitely dragged you guys down. Um, I mean... It was cluttered. Yeah, it's like there's like a third voice, so it's a little cluttered. You know? Yeah, you know, we we talk over each other all the time. The live watch format's getting stale. Yeah, my, my eyes are so slowly burning after I look at a computer for nine hours right before yeah. I get on here for another three. Right. So <laughs> it's all. <laughs> Dallas is shedding Ooh. layers of his eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that cracked me up so much. It's like, oh, you know, I've been staring at a computer for nine hours, and then I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna go do it for three more. I mean, I guess technically same. I do drive an hour in between, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Yeah, man, I, I currently working from home. I spin my ass around. It's like that's the, brutal. I shut that one down. I spin around. Well, I yeah, mean, I grab brutal. food, but yeah, that's essentially I I don't move, which is right. it's like you're it, still working. Yeah, I'm in the same chair. Um, mm-hmm. There's not a lot of blood getting to my feet from sitting on my ass. Right. Wow. It's uh I'm degrading on Icopod for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, Bob, now you're getting kicked out of the conversation because uh, you suck. Listen, man, I I know a lot about the con- the topic you guys are about to talk about, and let me you- tell you. Don't the, have the a walking, pot to piss in or a window to throw listen, it out of. The Walking Dead comics are oh, some my of God. my Mute Dallas Mutem comics uh-huh. because when Rick, there we go. I muted Bob, so now we can uh, get talking here about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. Go ahead. No, we're good. When when Rick is able <laughs> no, to no, mute him again. Sur- He's talking again. Survive. And, yeah, hold this. on. I can remove him from the call if I really need to. <laughs> I'll just come back, bitch. I don't care. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, yeah, Bob reading The Walking Dead. I'm sure about yeah, it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a nap, so you guys can go ahead. And... Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is this more. Is in... Just by the way, this is just a money grab. 
uh, well, they got paid about twelve grand each. I got nothing. I got basically well, all uh, you got was jacks. twelve grand. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, that's a you know that's a good way to start. Is actually we didn't get paid for this, so I think that's gonna that shouldn't sway our opinions here. And I so we discussed the same the same topic. The bad business that we have here. Yeah. Well, you know, we we're here to support other wrestling fans. I think that we've done that. Um, I that's how I feel. Um, yeah. and you know, we've done that through both, uh, Icopod and me and Bob over at the TNA cross the line podcast. I think we, we have quite the community over there as well. So, so, uh, <laughs> if you want to hear me, me, well, Bob didn't talk about it. I talked about it this past Friday, um, and mentioned, Hey, we're going to talk about it a little bit more in depth here, uh, today on Icopod. If you're listening on Monday, yeah. As you should be. Uh, but we had a really cool opportunity uh, recently. And, you know, we've kind of, it's kind of taken a little bit to get to just due to our recording schedule and such. But uh, we had someone reach out to us on Twitter. They are Suspicious Behavior Productions. And you can follow them at SBP underscore comics on Twitter. And so they actually have a wrestling, like sci fi comedy comic book. And they're like, hey, would you guys be interested in? taking a look at this, uh, talking about it on the show, reviewing it. And I was like, I pretty much said yes before I asked Austin and Bob. But I sent it to the group. Austin said 1,000%. Bob said, sounds good or something. Actually, I think I said yes before Bob even wrote back, to be honest. No, and- I um, I uh, read it, and then I actually gave you a middle finger emoji mm. and said, fuck you, bye. Right. I mean, that's not uncommon, but. Listen, when you have something called suspicious behavior, I've watched enough Chris Hansen Dateline to know that if something's called suspicious behavior, something's up. It's something ain't good. (laughs) Yeah, something's up. Now, um, so me and me and Austin specifically have kind of taken a look at these. I'm about halfway through the series myself, and I'm I'm really actually enjoying it a lot. I believe Austin has actually finished it, which is pretty cool. And so, Austin, don't spoil anything because I can't. No, yeah, yeah. But um, I'm going to read the synopsis that they sent us, and then uh, we can kind of talk about some of the things we like, and you guys can we'll tell you right here where to find it if you're interested. Uh, so uh, this is what they sent to us. Invasion from Planet Russeltopia is a sci-fi comedy comic book miniseries about a disgruntled pro wrestler who declares himself galactic champion of the universe, only to have a planet of alien wrestlers view it as an act of war. Now, it can be found exclusively on Comixology, which is C-O-M-I-X-O-L-O-G-Y. And they do say that they are going to be planning to launch a Kickstarter in May to put it in trade, which is pretty cool. I'm a big Kickstarter mm. uh, mm-hmm. backer myself, so uh, I think that's be cool. And, you know, kind of bouncing off of it being on comic Comixology is uh, they're only like $1.99 for each I did issue, notice that. Yeah, I noticed. Which is like, for a comic book really good because they comic... made you pay for it too dallas wow you're a sucker no but I, I, they didn't they sent us copies to review oh this is so... free well oh, yeah if bob God. read the email i actually <laughs> I, I actually had oh, to shit. hack into the email uh, i had to guess the passwords so are I... you the one that tried buying 400 worth of face mask on my off my amazon account <laughs> no no that was me oh yeah. all right that was awesome, but you know, I'm a bitch. Uh, it, a couple things I really liked about this this comic specifically is one thing that draws me to comic books is the art. Uh, and it's a big thing for me, and I really uh, enjoyed the art that's in this comic book. 
and well, through through all of them really uh it's really fun it's bright and th- that's like probably one of my favorite parts just in general yeah, uh, I, I, and, and i want to touch on the art too here with you dallas because for me I, there's a very commonly times where art can make or break a book and then a series for me um it's super like 80s so very colorful um just really well done i got the art guy down here uh dan chicade because i liked it so much um he's the artist of the book so yeah man the the art is very professional it's very it pops off the pages um and that was a big thing that i enjoyed too yeah, and actually, um, he, he sent us other information. I, I left a lot of these details out um, when I did my, like, I guess we'll call it like a preliminary review um, before. But there's actually a couple artists that worked on this. So Dan Chicade is one of them. But there's also Kendall Good and David Han did inks on the third oh, one. yeah, you're so right. So there's actually a couple, which is cool. And I, since we're throwing names out there, we might as well um, – throughout the who wrote it and created it which is i'm gonna butcher the last names i'm so i'm gonna apologize right now uh it's ed cuneal and matt enton and they're yeah. they, they're of suspicious behavior productions so they helped uh, write and create it um, and of course there's a bunch of other people who helped with coloring and lettering and all that kind of stuff but it, you actually i don't know i'm sure you might have noticed this detail as well austin but something I actually really liked before even getting into the story was on the page with the credits. They all had like nicknames, like wrestling and it changes, nicknames. Changes per book. I thought you so. I did think so. Yeah. So they're billing themselves under wrestling stylized nicknames and it changes through books. So that kind of gives you an idea of the detail that these guys kind of go into. Um, and that's another thing, you know, mentioning the writers and stuff. You can tell these guys, really the creators of this series as a whole uh it's it's a love letter to pro wrestling fans it really really is down to the very minute details and i'm sure dallas will get into it but yeah if you're a wrestling fan from the jump uh easily pick picking it up and reading it is is going to be for you oh yeah and actually that was what i was literally about to say too because just the little callbacks and well, if, like if you're a wrestling fan, you're gonna get where they got some of these names of these these characters in the book and like the references of arenas and just old school wrestlers and stuff. It's I mean it's all there, which I really like, and that's one of the things that drew me into this. Is oh shit, okay, that's funny. Like that guy's name is funny, and uh, this one kind of reminds me of this wrestler. Yeah, stuff like that. So those like small details, um, I think were really great. Yeah, I even had it written down here as it's almost like a wrestling I spy book, you know, because they might not even, you know, directly reference it in text, but there might be billboards in the background or, Mm -hmm. you know, pamphlets on a desk or just these little small things where it's a name or a venue like Dallas had mentioned. And it's just it's a treat for wrestling fans. And I want to stress that that. you know, it's because comic books and wrestling fans can kind of go hand in hand, but sometimes comic books, you know, really veers off. And, and I don't want people to be afraid of the the sci fi aspect of it, because me as a as an avid comic book reader, um, that's something that sometimes turns me off of books. Like, for example, I'm a big Marvel guy and Venom is like my comic that my go to. 
Um, and there's been times throughout different miniseries of Venom where I kind of stray because it does get off too far into the sci-fi realm. And and I just, I don't really relate to that. And I, I have a hard time reading through that. Um, that's not the case here. You know, the story is very clear. The characters are great. This is a character driven uh, series and it's very easily readable. Like I said, um, classic wrestling story. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I think that's really my overall, my biggest thing I wanted to say that I, you know, really enjoyed here is that this is an original story about wrestling. It's not, this isn't a WWE comic book, which are not good, by the way. They're not, I I feel like (laughs) I tried them at one time and I was like, no, man, I can't do it. It's just they're two. And maybe that's because those are actual characters. I don't know. Right. Um, but to me, that that was the my biggest takeaway out of this, and I'm really looking forward to finishing the series off because I am hooked. My problem is finding the time to sit down and and read. But these are, as Austin just said, I mean they are they're quick to read. Yeah, they're, they're easy to get through, and I think that the art and the story kind of brings you through that. Yeah, and like for me, just as as maybe an example, um, again, I sat down and I reviewed these. There's, there were six at the time of us reviewing. Um, and it took me two hours, and that's with reviewing time. So that's really not a long time to get through a miniseries. Um, but I did. I really enjoyed it. I read all the way through. And believe me, I'm going to tell you right now, if it was a situation where people were pitching their stuff and they sent us six you know, comics and it was like terrible and I had a hard time getting through the first one, I would not have read through five more. I'm going to tell well, you that right now. Well, and that's part of the thing here too. And I know we were joking about it right in the beginning, but these guys didn't, they're not paying us. This is not a true ad. They said, Hey, why don't you take a look at these and look at them? If these were bad, I would shit on them. Oh dude, for sure. Especially for sure. They're not paying us. So I'm definitely going to shit on them if I don't like them, but that's not the case here. It's not, no, not at all. I really, really enjoyed it so much so that I did read all the way up through the end. Um, and I really want to highlight to the actual written and visual wrestling action Yeah. because they do a couple of different matches throughout the series and I'm not going to spoil anything or give any guys away, but, uh, just even that, even writing out the matches and how they unfold visually is was really satisfying. And then, you know, especially the last book, and I'll kind of keep it at that. But yeah, I, I did. I really enjoyed it. The characters are great. The main character, Rory, is uh, he reminded me of like a combination of Flair and Savage. If, if Ric Flair and Randy Savage were to have a kid, like that's who the main character that, would be. That's a pretty good uh Way to look at that. I like that. Yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely stuff in here for everybody uh, when it comes to a wrestling fan. The callbacks, the art, the storytelling, um, the readability, and the simplicity of, uh, like like I said, a, the, a true wrestling storyline. Yeah. You know, because that's what it is. So, yeah, yeah I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I agree. And so uh, if you missed it earlier when I said it, give them a follow on Twitter. They're at SBP underscore comics with an S with a C-O-M-I-C-S, not an X. Um, And, you know, uh, we'll be sure to add 
a link uh, to their comicology page in on social media. And I'll try to remind Bob to throw it into the description of this episode as well. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you too. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. But uh, again, the, the series at this point is called invasion from planet Russeltopia. Um, if they are doing a Kickstarter, I fully support that. I do think this could be, you know, in trade. It's a very quality piece. I thought it was going to be in trade already. I didn't know that they had to do a Kickstarter for it. That's how good it is. Um, so, yeah, 100%. Definitely check this out if you do come across it and give them a follow online for sure. Yeah. And it is. Mycopod a... sent you, bitches. There we go. Now, um, as a side note to this, this is just, I'm asking you guys if you heard about it. This is not a plug of any kind, but did you guys see that Tony Schiavone is doing a graphic novel of his life? Really? Like his, his story, yeah, and it's on Kickstarter, and I did back it, and I'm very, very excited. It'd to... probably be really funny and really good. It's called Butts and Seats, <laughs> and it's like his life story, and he's doing it because he's a huge comic fan, and so... Uh, I think that's gonna be really cool. So that's I'm, so I'm, funny. and I've backed other wrestling. Pro- I have a wrestling board game I backed on uh, Kickstarter. I'm all for backing wrestling related comics, stories. You're games. a Kickstarter guy for sure. Oh, you're damn right I am. I love Kickstarter. So I'm gonna definitely check this out when they go on for sure. But on that note, you guys ready to talk about some WWF 1995? I don't know. Is Bob? Is I don't even know if I'm still? still. I don't even know if I'm still here. I thought he got fired. Well, yeah, you would have thought that this was the Dallas Austin show. I mean, we did do a pretty good job that one time you were sick, but. Well, I've gotten a few complaints about that one actually. Well, they were really worried about you at first, and then they realized, oh, he came back like the next episode, so they were fine. No, they. I have. I mean, people really shit on that episode johnny b smith actually messaged me personally and said hey uh is there any way that you know bob can't fucking come back johnny would never say that oh he said it verbatim he would never do that i don't know they were laughing at a lot of the shit recently bob i don't know yeah so suck on yeah laughing at you guys uh incorrect I am the most beloved person on this goddamn show. I want to watch Bob do jujitsu. No one wants to see it. You know, I saw probably with the same thing you just saw, and I was just thinking that. Yeah. So what? fucking get on it. What is wrong with you guys? So, Bob, what do we got going on podcast? it? Yes, that's number one. What's you going on in the Wrestling fucking... Observer? Yeah, tell us what Uncle Dave had to say. Probably some bullshit. No, listen, wait. I got I got. Since we're talking about emails, oh boy. Okay, oh. I never brought this up because I never Stop. checked the Icopod email, which is Icopodpodcast at gmail.com. Don't email us. He's not going to see it. Don't do it. DM okay. us on Facebook or Twitter. Probably better off Twitter, or you can text me personally. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you just start choking because you just made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna give out your phone number, Dallas, but I'm not gonna do that. Don't text Bob ever. Yeah, don't. Just he yet. just sends nudes back. He doesn't even. I do. Anything. I really do. Uh, I do close up shots of of basically. I will send you a three second video of me just peeing. 
<laughs> and three seconds. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that I'm not even standing. I will be sitting down, and I will lift my butt cheek up, and then put the phone in the toilet, and then you will oh. see me peeing that way. Bop, you need to knock it off. You're being That'd disgusting. Be what uh, is somebody sitting next to a fridge? Because what the fuck is that noise? No, no, I don't hear anything. No, it's Bob using his fucking vibrator. He's using my vibrator, huh? Uh, okay, talking about the observer, dude. No, I gotta talk about this since we're talking about emails no, and don't. all this other stuff. <sighs> let, me, let me um talk about this email. That I just spit it out. Just, okay. Uh, if you're looking for a hot Asian, you can go to <laughs> getahotasian.com. What? And what? You got to be shitting me right now. <laughs> Is this really happening? What? I, it's an email I got at Icopod. You're lying. No, I'm not. It, sa- it says if you're looking to get some sweet, 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 hot Asian ass. You just go to hotasianass.net. Wait, what was it? I'm trying to write it down. You're going too fast. <laughs> hot Asian, huh? If you're looking to get a bride from Germany, you can just go to no, you're no, no, a no, sucker Asian. Green go card. back to that. Oh, uh, hotasianass.net. Dot net. That's what it yeah. Is. They're a nonprofit organization. Okay. Yeah, I'd recommend not going there unless you want a virus on your computer. <laughs> Or your identity stolen. Or in your pants. What are you trying to say? I just, it doesn't sound like legitimate to me. What's the German broad one now, Bob? You're plugging it again here. Uh, That is called, you're a sucker for a green card.net. See, now that one sounds made up. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that one. I definitely believe hot, sexy singles in my area. Right. Uh, so, Bob, was that all you had as far as wasting our goddamn time or what? Well, you just wasted my goddamn time talking about a goddamn comic book that hey, I don't even know anything hey, don't about. Hey, don't hey. you fucking dare. Don't you dare. Bastards. Knock it, knock it off, dude. It's a beloved story that we were lucky Whatever. enough to look at. Yeah, I'm gonna tell oh. you right. I'm going to tell you right now, okay? Yeah. The comic series that we read is like... Uh, SummerSlam 92 Bulldog and Bob Colling Jr. is like 1999 Jeans Bulldog. Okay? Wow. I'm going to just leave it there. I'm going to bookmark wow. that. We're bookmark. digging deep here in the beginning. We haven't even got to the show. Yeah, bitches. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, as Sean Waltman would say. Two tears in a bucket. Yeah. Well, let me just get this real true email out of the way. Okay, it's from Mike Campbell, the only guy that ever emails us. That bastard. Still hasn't bought an Icopod t-shirt, and he yeah, might be asking. that, Mike Campbell? He's probably going to be like, how does Bob know that? And it's because, well, whenever someone does buy a t-shirt, I get a notification of it. And I haven't gotten a notification in about three and a half years. <laughs> so here's the deal. <laughs> okay, he, <laughs> he sent an email on February 3rd. So it's now March 22nd. (laughs) Better late than ever. Oh, my God. But uh, this is in regard to the October 23rd, 1995 Nitro. 
Okay. He said this was one of the first ones I had ever seen. Since I didn't have cable, I had no idea it was even a thing. I didn't know that you had to have cable to know that wrestling existed. I guess he lived under a rock. My Campbell. No, buy a magazine, you dick. fucking asshole. Yeah, he could buy a goddamn magazine where they'd be like, oh, look out Nitro. No, he didn't read back then. He told me. Oh, yeah, well, he ain't reading that comic comic book either, I bet. Anyway, he said, I just happened to see a TV guide listening saying that it was on. So he did read the TV guide. I asked someone to tape it for me and watch it after school the next day. Now, Mike Campbell, you just committed a felony by recording a TV show and then having someone give it to you. I know statute of limitations is probably expired, but I am definitely going to make sure that the FBI is keeping tabs on you. Uh, uh, to say quick. I'm not done. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have three. I have three more paragraphs. Jesus. To say I watched it uh, is an understatement. I couldn't believe it when I saw Lex Luger. Then the tag match just blew me away. I read about Guerrero, Malenko, and Benoit in the magazine, mm. and they lived up to all the hype. So he knew about all those guys, but he didn't know about Nitro. Don't buy it. Give him a Even break, friends, okay? Even friends and relatives who normally didn't care about wrestling would see it and say it was one of the best wrestling matches they'd ever seen. Plus, a clean-shaven Hogan cutting that promo on the Dungeon of Doom and insinuating that Luger, Sting, and Savage weren't really his friends, and yeah, the Yeti. But after nearly three years of mostly WF superstars for my life fix, my wrestling fix, I was impressed. That's all that he has to say. Okay, here's the thing. If all you were watching was WWF superstars, uh, Man Mountain Rock could have came out in the middle of the ring and just dropped a huge steamy shit, and you probably would have loved it. Jeez. Yeah, let me tell uh, you. I I watched the, la- the last two months of Superstars, and for 95, but, that's stuff there. Yeah, but to go back to uh, Nitro, I, I agree with Mike Campbell. I don't know, I mean... All things considered, yes. It is a departure from what WWF is at this time. Looking back at it, 25 years later, almost, uh, to me, it doesn't seem so different. I could imagine at the time, it, it most certainly did. Um, But I don't know, man, especially from the stuff you guys have been saying, I really haven't been impressed with nitro and that's and that's coming from a wcw guy i'm gonna stress it every time i say it um but i think it's very telling that even both of you are starting to kind of jump off that ship for the time being well that ain't on purpose that's just a lack of time on my part well but you know if it was really worth your time you'd make time i do this show well, you'd make time. Well, when uh, the network finally does, in fact... Uh, well, that's going to be a killer. ...no longer exist, which actually, by the time you're listening to this, it doesn't exist. Right. Um, I won't be able to do my watch-alongs with Nitro anyway until it's on Peacock. It, well, and that's, that's yeah. just saying, too, by the way, that's in the U.S. only. So fans who are listening in the U.K. Yeah. and elsewhere, you should still be able to watch on the WWE Network because you're lucky bastards. Yeah, don't yeah. rub it in. Well, so that's the thing. Um, Johnny V. Smith, we know that you... We, we've known for a long time that 
you, that he sucks. Wow. You know, we, we, we're really not a fan of Johnny's. He shares this every week, and he's like, hey, listening to my good old pals of Icopod, and he knows he supports us, allegedly. But uh, I've been reading on the dark web that he's been talking shit about us. Mm-hmm. Wow. And he's been bragging about how uh, he gets to continue to watch Nitro, and we don't. Mm. <clears throat> and I actually read those comments on that hot Asian uh, ass website. <laughs> so, he, uh, he actually recommended that website to me. I was wondering where this was going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, and I always love when people send those stories in because, you know, that's not an experience I had. Well, wait, let's, let's clarify. Don't send us stories about meeting hot Asians on the internet. No, 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 no. About watching live wrestling as it unfolded. Right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, just don't, I guess, I don't know. Are we sending them to the email or don't? Because Bob sucks. Don't send anything to I the would, email. listen, if you want to, I guess you could. I don't even know really how to delete an email at this point. And if don't we didn't have. Them, we got to read them. Well, I'm saying I don't know how to get rid of the email uh-huh. account. Oh, no, don't that. do that either. Because just in case. Well, that's what I'm saying. Now, if you want us to see it before a month and a half, and by we, I mean me. Um, well, a month and a half is even being generous, I think. Okay, Dallas, you can just stop being disrespectful. Uh, I, would, I would probably send it to the Twitter. Yeah. Because that shit blows up on me almost every fucking day. So I at least see it to just get rid of the notification. Oh, my God. Well, it's true, but Bob well, sometimes he does reply to um, messages after I'm halfway through conversation, and then he chimes in, and then it says, <laughs> "Hey, it's Bob," and I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but, yeah, um, which is fine. But hey, if you're if you don't know where we are on Twitter yet, then I don't know where you've been, but it's at Icopod. It's really easy to find us on Twitter. Well, I also want to point out that people are usually asking if they are talking to Bob. That did happen. So that should just show you that I am the A-lister. Mm. To be you fair. You guys are just my supporting cast. To be fair, that happened um, over on the, the TNA's Twitter. That's right. And um, after I wrote and helped someone out with an article, and then they were like, am I talking to Bob? And I said, no, it's actually Dallas. And we li- were doing that live on the air, and it was hilarious because... Yeah, and, they, and then they were like, thank God, because Bob doesn't know anything about modern-day Impact Wrestling. And I was mm. like, wow, okay. Well, they didn't say that, but... Well, it was implied. Well, regardless, we appreciate all the feedback, and uh, especially don't. to the long-time listeners. No, I don't appreciate any of the feedback. I, mean, I, I would prefer no feedback. Oh. That we, I can just think that uh, we're the greatest. Hey, so what do we get going on in the Observer this week? I don't know. I can tell Dallas is getting frustrated. It's only been an hour. What? Whose fault's that? That we talked I'm 25 just... minutes about a goddamn comic book? Fucking oh. Johnny B. Smith and Mike Campbell. That's whose fault it is. I was just joking anyways. You know what? I just want to get the dirt, man. Give yeah. me the well, dirt. I'll give you the yeah. dirt. I think this first one's going to make you laugh. Now, we haven't watched. <laughs> we haven't <laughs> Wait, am I not supposed to laugh yet? No, I haven't said the joke. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Anyway, you know what? If anybody's interested 
in joining the Icopod podcast. <laughs> I'm going to start recording on Tuesday evenings. Uh, and we're just going to cancel out Austin and Dallas. They can go fuck themselves. So if you want to, send me an email at Icopodpodcast. An email. At, at gmail.com. <laughs> and I'll get back to you in about three or four months. <laughs> anyway. By SummerSlam, he should have the position filled. <laughs> yeah. By the time we get to the 2010 Monday Night Wars, I'm sure I'll have somebody else on this freaking podcast. Anyway. At, uh, so we haven't watched the latest uh, WWE pay-per-view, which would be no. World War Three, Right. Uh, that happened on some date. I can't remember off the top of my head here. But uh, at that event, there was, you know, a three-ring, 60-man battle royal. Mm. Well, Terry Taylor, a, you know, agent producer for WCW. Right. <clears throat> he knew 50 of the eliminations. That would be like the order and who and what and whatever. But the final 10 was called in the ring by Hulk Hogan. Oh, oh my God. So, so the producers and stuff didn't know the order of elimination. I and mean, I'm assuming they didn't know who was going to win. Only Hulk Hogan knew. That's really weird. Now, I feel like they'd have to at least oh, know Christ. which 10 it was if he knew 50 of them. So he knew there, which 10 people were probably going to be there. The elimination thing is weird. Well, and Hogan who, probably called the elimination, I'd think. Yeah, so when it's down yeah. to the final 10, Hogan would be like, okay, brother, you're going out right now. And then it's like, okay, this guy's going out at this point. That's so and weird. So on and so forth. So that will be interesting, interesting to see when uh, we go to the video store to rent uh, World War Three, And at this point, it's probably going to take a long while to uh, even get to that because uh, who knows when it will be on Peacock. Uh, Dean Douglas has two fractures in his back and oh. is thinking about quitting to go into medical school. And now here's the thing about Dean Douglas, also known as Shane Douglas. This guy... Loves to apparently tell stories. Because how many times have we heard that this guy is going to go do this, that, and the other thing, and then he ends up just being a cashier at Target? Wait, is that what he ended up doing? Well, at some point he becomes like a a worker at Target after like WCW and everything. Okay, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing with old uh, Uh Shane Douglas. And we've talked about it before. I am a Shane Douglas guy. I'm not a Dean Douglas guy. But the biggest problem with Shane Douglas is he's injured pretty much his entire career in some sort or another. That's true. So it's usually his elbow. Yeah, there's like arm issues. At some point, there's a leg issue. There's back issues. It's just there's a lot going on. So I think injuries really plague his entire career. So even here in, well, shit, late 95, he's still got several years to go. I mean, he's he's thinking about quitting. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that that's there's a big drawback there when it comes to Shane Douglas. I think it's kind of crazy to think about. He's he's actually still he's actually relevant in wrestling for like another ten years. Yeah, at least yeah. in ring wise, right? So, 
That's uh, kind of crazy. I, I just want to end that with, if I walked into Target and I saw Shane Douglas, I'd probably shit my pants. I'd be like, why, why is he here right now in a red shirt? You want to know what I would do if I saw Shane Douglas? You'd walk the other way? No. I would get on one of the speaker things oh. and I'd be like, listen up, everybody. <laughs> Cut the fucking prices. <laughs> and I'd yeah. stick up the three fingers and be like, yeah. You you could walk up to him and he'd be like ringing your shit out. And you can be like, you can go kiss my ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hate the tradition of Target. And I'd throw down my Rice Krispies on the fucking thing. <laughs> you can take your Rice Krispies and shove it up your ass. <laughs> Oh man! He'd be like, "Dude, it's fucking six ninety nine. I mean, this is embarrassing, brother." And I'd be like, "Whatever." And then Bigelow <laughs> and Candido come out of the back room and literally beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Or, you know, it would be a really great like prank video. Is if mm. so let's say Shane Douglas was your cashier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has an eight hour shift. Let's say mm-hmm. he's in there at seven a.m. Mm-hmm. and you just go to his line as every incarnation of Shane Douglas. <laughs> so you start off as like a dynamic dude like you're just skateboarding in there right. like, yeah dude radical what's up man he's like what the fuck and then you just come back as like plain old shane douglas like 91 WWF. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah man i'm gonna win this match against iron mike sharp and then uh and then you you know you're, you're like a dick like 94 ecw and you just find a replica title and you just spit on it and you're like here you go <laughs> Then you go get like a diploma and you're like, hey man, I graduated. And then you just put a brace on your elbow and you're just like, this is the rest of my career. Yeah. 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 I'm sure, I'm sure he would love that. I think WCW, his return to WCW is his downfall. I mean, did he do anything good? Yeah, like I've said before, at Fall Brawl 99, he was like, Charlotte, North Carolina. And it's like, you're not in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. 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 That's like the best thing he ever did for WCW. He also had a Viagra on a pole match. That is oh, true. That was good. Yeah. I mean, there's no coming back from that. No, and I'm not good in a bad way, of yeah. course. Uh, the WWF has gotten complaints about chair shots and foul language that was seen at Survivor Series. Oh, fuck off. And the WWF, I mean, I guess they're trying to get a little rougher with their presentation, but also not trying to alienate like the family orientation, you know, family uh, aspect of the program. They're anymore. alienating me, I'll tell you that much. Well, I think that's really interesting because I've definitely noticed even just through 95, we've we've picked up a little bit. Like, Sonny has been a little bit more, like, sexualized. And, like, even, yeah, the chair shots and stuff at SummerSlam, I guess. And so there's definitely, like, things here and there where it's just like, oh, that's a little different than what we've been doing. So it's kind of interesting that they all of a sudden are people are complaining about it. Which now means they're probably going to backtrack. I know you want me! Yeah, and we have Goldust, you know, rubbing himself and licking people or whatever. That's different. So. That's some good stuff. I love it. Uh, the November 27th, Monday Night War ratings, because I didn't forget this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Raw got a 2.3. Nitro got a 2.5. So wow. Monday Nitro prevails yet again. 
Mm. Let's go to the house shows. It's Auburn Hills, Michigan at the Palace, December 3rd, 1995. And it featured the following matches. The team of Fatu, Barry Horwitz, and Hakushi defeated Kama, Isaac Yankum, DDS, and Skip. Goldust pinned Bob Holly. One, two, three kid pinned Marty Janetti. Savio Vega pinned Bob Backlund. Ahmed Johnson pinned Skip. Psycho Sid defeated WWF Intercontinental Champion Razor Ramon by countout when one, two, three kid attacked Razor Ramon on the floor. Hunter Hearst Helmsley pinned Henry Godwin in a slop bucket match. Davey Boy Smith defeated Diesel by disqualification when Diesel slammed Bulldog headfirst into an unprotected turnbuckle. And in the main event, the WWF World Champion Bret Hart defeated The Undertaker by disqualification when Owen Hart and Davey Boy Smith interfered. Are we going to this show? I'm going to go out on a limb and say yes. I was sort of thinking, yeah. Well, here's my thing. I'm probably going to go to the show. And then when I'm at the show, be like, wow, this sucked because I got a count out, two, two disqualifications yeah. for these big t- for the bigger matches, and Skip lost two matches on the show, and that makes me mad. Yeah, but we wouldn't know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying as I'm at the show. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah. But while I'm at the show, I'm like, are you like, can I get a finish? Like, why am no, I getting yeah, I would agree with you there. and all these things? So that would probably annoy me. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you there for sure. Yeah. Dallas, you said you're going officially. Oh yeah, I'm going with you guys. I almost don't want to just because Bob Backlund's on the show. Like I'm real close, but I'll let him squeak by this time. Yeah. Oh well, man, you're going. Yeah. And you're gonna love it. Yeah. Speaking of loving it. It's time for the December 4th edition of Monday Night Raw, or maybe you're watching the December 4th, 1995 edition of Monday Nitro. I guess you can decide to do that if you so choose. Now, of course, Nitro is 10 seconds ahead, and uh, Raw's at all zeros. So I'm going to count down from five, and when I say play, hit the play button for Raw, and then when we get to 10 seconds on Raw, I'll be like, hey, make sure you have Nitro going as well, if that's what you're going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Because Austin kind of called us out a couple weeks ago when we were like, we ain't going to do it anymore. And he's like, haha, you guys are bitches. And um, that really upset me as well. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, here we go. You guys ready or what? Yeah, yeah I got Three, two, so, one, man. play. Okay, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Play. Oh, over and you're gonna hit play right now for Nitro. Look at the shiny title belt. The Dean. If you're Dean, how do you not want to quit? Like, I don't blame him at all. Yeah, that's a good point. He looks like a jabroni. I don't know. I feel like I'd rather be with the WWF than working at a bingo hall. 
Well, that you just have no pride in your work, Bob. I have all the pride in the world in my work. No, you don't care. Yeah, I do. That's the rumor I heard. Yeah, you just mail it in. Uh, Speaking of mailing it in, we got Sid here giving us the three-quarter promo like uh, it's 1993. You want to know who doesn't take pride in their work? Who's that, Bob? Dallas. I've seen his graphic designs in recent months. And talk about a guy who's been hanging out with Vince Russo too much. You would have thought that he was a four-year-old with crayons on the white wall of his house trying to make these designs for people. Wow, I didn't know we were doing personal digs here. (laughs) We're shooting from the hip here on Icopod. Yeah. Well, actually, I think the stuff I've done is pretty cool. Like our Sweet Survivor Series cover photo. Yeah, well, that's just blatant copyright infringement. Um, I mean, technically, in a way, yeah, but I'm not making yeah. money off of it. So, it's well, fine. so is Icopod. So, fuck you, Bob. Stop bringing <laughs> it up. <laughs> I just want Dallas. I should let you know I'm actually quality control for your company now, and I just want to let you know. Oh, look, that you're going to be getting fired soon. Oh wow! Yes. Hey, Sparky spark, plug. It's spark plug. Yeah, spark plug. It's butt plug. Wow, everybody! Well, God, look at that stretched lo- raw logo. What is happening? Jeez, yeah, looks like Dallas made it. <laughs> <laughs> um, are we live here, hey, or what's man. the deal? No, this is taped. Sons of bitches! This is taped, and so is next week's. And the oh. episode after that is the pay per view. Oh fuck. Well, fuck you, because as the Bulldogs coming out, so are the American males on Nitro. American males. American males. American males. American males. American males. American males. It's all right. They are all right. Nothing that you wear. Ooh, not a fan of Bulldogs tights here, guys. Hey, American males. Yeah, what is up with his tights? They're kind of weird. They're very generic. I'm not a fan of that look. Um, how long do we think this one goes here? We got yeah. Bulldog and uh, Bob Holly facing off here. I'm going to say no less than 16 minutes. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, if they go four, I'm going to be pissed. I was going to say five. Say yeah. I'm going with 16. That means Bob Ooh. looked at the number, and now we're going to be in for a treat here tonight. Oh, fuck off. I think we're going to get a three commercial break match. You've got to be shitting me. Well, well, look at Bob Holly. He's on fire. Look at this shit. Yeah, he wants a shot. Yeah. He's been on Superstars for 34 weeks and in then, a row. Listen, he just clotheslined Bulldog, and he was like, I got 14 more minutes in me, baby. As he was all Bulldog's fired like, up. fuck, I'm fucked. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, like he... speaking of fired up, Harlem Heat, the WCW tag champs are on the other channel. I feel like there's definitely got to be a period of time where the tag belts are glued to Harlem Heat. Like, I feel like there's not a lot of times that I, like, see them without the titles. Okay, well, they're the best fucking team WCW ever has. So. That's true. And they've and they're also, like, you know, 1,700-time champions. That's right, baby. Look at this power slam by Sparky. He's got him. Oh, no. Oh, weird. Bulldog was quicker than Bob Holly. Yeah. Waiting there for him to. Uh, yeah, he just he just stood up and looked at him like, "Are you going to take me over?" That was pretty funny. 
Well, it's almost calling him out. Like, okay, Mr. Quick Worker, let's see how fucking quick you are. I think Bob Holly could be Bret Hart. (laughs) Well, Bob Holly just lost both of his Bret Hart's as uh, he was. If I was Bob Holly, I would quit and then go on the indie scenes and be like, listen. I stole a pair of Bret Hart's tights. You can promote me as being Bret Hart. Bob Hart. Yeah. Bobby the Hitman Hart. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Diana. Oh, it's oh. Got it. one, two. Oh, come on, Bob. Oh, I got nervous. What a clothesline. Wow, what a big one. Woo. What a maneuver. Bulldog laying the boots in here. I wish, uh, I don't know. I wish Bulldog was in a different place as far as in ring career goes in booking. What? He's in the world title feud. Yeah, but like not really. He's challenging Brett at the next pay per view. Yeah, but like. And he just you know, used not. Brett's uh, little um saying there best there was the best there is the best there ever will be he just yelled it so he's teasing him he's teasing Bret Hart oh guys I'm not gonna say it actually never mind no say it I just saw something in the description I looked down I'm not happy about it oh all right well good thing I don't know how to read uh we're about six minutes in here to the show on raw six minutes and 28 9 30 seconds um, I do have an update. I've been waiting till we actually started the show to tell you guys about. Our buddy Screech texted me today. Did he text oh, any of you guys? Uh, no, we. No, fucking... listen, Screech. I have heat with Screech because he okay. never wants to talk to me. Well, I just want to let you guys know he. I believe he. He must have just listened to our Halloween Havoc episode, our bonus episode that was uh, just a few weeks ago at this point, and he said that he would. He might be into doing one of the episodes with us. No way. Yep. Because we we mentioned that I believe on that episode, if not, it was on Survivor Series. We said it, but he said he said maybe he said I might be into doing one of those episodes where you guys BS WCW pay per views. <laughs> we can't even get a concrete yes from Screech. I know to be on the show. Um, he does say he no. has a microphone, but he has to wind it up to give it power. He told me. Well, yeah, God. <laughs> And then, it's the same one Alexander Graham Bell had to fucking use. Screech needs to have a kid so that way he can just have these horrible jokes. Don't ever say that again. Well, then he had another one for me. He said, okay, I'm kidding. I actually have a dope-ass mic. It gets all the Cinemax stations. Ha ha. So, Screech has some kind of microphone, he says. <laughs> That's unfortunate. So who knows? And maybe Screech will be coming at you on a bonus episode in the in the future. Could you imagine? Yeah, hey, speaking of uh, Bob quitting, I think we'd all quit if that actually ended up happening. I I would like to hear what Bob and Screech are going to talk about for three hours on a WCW no, show. Why nothing. Why am I the one that's got to get stuck with? Oh, what the hell? Bulldog what the hell? Me? Yeah, Bulldog won, bitch. That wasn't sixteen minutes. Thank fucking god. He beat him in like seven. That's yeah, that's oh, still t- look at that. The Hitman's going to be facing Bob Backlund next week in a non-title match. Oh, good. oh God. Oh, I forgot this happened last week. The brother love choke out yeah, shit. I did, too. That's that unfortunate. Sucks. 
Yeah. God, I gotta watch a Bob Backlund match. Oh, is he gonna uh, choke Jim Ross? Come on. Yes. Yeah, he sure did. Oh, he's over with me, brother. Oh, he's yanking his neck too. My God, my God, Bob, Bob, oh my God, Bob. All right, that's oh, the good God, side Bob. of my face. God damn it. God damn it. Oh, jeez. That's different than my barbecue sauce there. God damn it. I really wonder if Jr.'s barbecue sauce is good. I hear it's really, really good. I know. I, I wonder because I have I, seen it in store before. Oh, you seen it in store? I have before. Oh, yeah. I'd buy it if I saw it in store to try it for sure. You want to know what's not good is his commentary in uh, 2021. Correct. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. His commentary in 2021 is kind of like Bob Backlund's wrestling in 1995. Just very out of touch, and you just groan every time it is heard or seen. Yeah, it's kind of like my diet. Like, it's just gross. <laughs> Bob, I was thinking about you the other day. <laughs> what, um, what's that? So I, I was putting my shoes on, and mm-hmm. I was thinking about, I was like, if I stand up, am I going to be out of breath like Bob? That's a work. That's not real. It's it's not a work, brother. Today, I didn't even tie my shoes when I left to go to work. So you just worked with untied shoes? No, I waited until I got to work and I elevated my foot on a table and I, and I tied him that way. Wait, on that's a like table? The, that's the epitome of laziness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is Bob Backlund screaming about here? Does anybody know? I, I don't know. And I'm listening. You know who I am. You know what I want to do? Over here on Nitro, we have AC Green of the Phoenix Suns oh, yelling at uh, Harlem Heat. Who? AC Green. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's him. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a girl next door to us who has to take Uber all the time. And I'm very tempted to see if she wants to ride the pink pony one of these days. The what? What? Oh, the, the pink pony. She wants to hop on up. Holy shit, the pink oh, pony. Fuck yeah. I haven't heard that one before. And uh, why, this and why is guy this? With the cute he card. Said, it says go to break. He's telling them we gotta go to break. Oh, that's so corny that it's like, oh, look, the... See, why would they do that? That was bad. Hey, make a difference. Fuck do for life. Well, they're trying to make it seem more realistic by showing the Q guy saying that we have to go to break, but it makes yeah. it look stupider. I also don't like believe that there's actually a Q guy like that. Well, that's what I mean. No. Yeah. Well, no, there might be. There's I know there's one for WCW. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because like I... when you when I would watch like you know 1999 Nitros, Ric Flair would be like, I don't care if we gotta go to break. I fucking hate you, Eric Bischoff. Okay, I, I guess there, I don't like because there'd be somebody to the right of the camera doing like a countdown. He's like, I don't care, uh, I'm running out of time. Well, that's a little different doing a countdown, whereas this dude had a little paper sign that said "Go to break." Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, Brooklyn Brawler taking on Fat Two. We're still got the Harlem Heat American Males match going on Nitro. That's going on for a long time. Jeez. Oh boy, what is what is Bagwell doing? Okay, didn't even know what to do with that. You're telling me Fatu and Brooklyn Bra- Brawler are getting a fucking raw match right now? Yeah, we got to make a difference, baby. Oof. 
What's it say there on his tight? I missed it. Make a difference. No, not that side. That well, it's on his knee. Uh, boom shakalaka. No, it is not. Oh my god. I don't know. Devastating dog. maneuver. Well, wow. He hit a freaking somersault leg drop on uh, Bagwell, I think, and broke his face. Nobody's watching that. Is it the Houston hangover? Harlem hangover. Oh, he cha- okay. Sorry. Harlem hangover. He changed it to the Houston eventually. Running ace cutter by uh, Fatu. Up next, Sting against Kurosawa. Oh, I know what I'm watching. Woo. It's uh, it's just such a shame that Fatu's getting no spotlight or really care into his character at all. Because he's really good. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really a fan of the make a difference thing. Though. No, is anybody? Well, largely because I kind of like the option of doing drugs. And him telling me not to do them is very off-putting. I just don't like that it's such a departure from his original character. Hey, yeah. hey, Vince, I've been doing great here. Doc Hendricks in the back here. My picture's still on the wall. Are you ready for In Your House? It's coming up really soon. So if you're you're ready, we're going to tell you the whole fucking card right here, right now, tonight. Let's get into this, okay? No, don't do that. Well, well Fa- Fatu's previous gimmick was him as a guy on acid, wasn't it? No, Bob. It was a fucking Islander. Wait, oh. we're back out in the arena. Bob Backlund, he's a loose cannon, if you will. He's about he? to beat up Alex Wright at the sound booth. What the hell is he doing? Oh, oh my God. God. Giving him a wedgie. He's still connected. Yeah, what does he do? Oh, he's going to choke him out. He's going to choke him out with the cor- Okay. All right, Bob. Great. I like that they, like, of all people to, like, act like a crazy man, it's Bob Backlund. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm not a fan of it. Somebody's got to do something. Oh, I almost forgot the news. Who's taking on Owen Hart? Diesel versus Owen Hart in your oh, house. Damn it. Owen's oh, jobbing the fuck out. There goes Owen's push from the yeah. kick to Shawn Michaels. That sucks. Uh, speaking Dean of who Douglas. sucks, yeah, Dean Douglas coming out to the ring here. Uh, we'll probably have to count the number of times we see him from now until uh, he leaves the WWF because it'll probably only require one hand to do so. If I had to guess. I don't give a damn about your price match. <laughs> at Target. We don't price match third parties on the internet. <laughs> so up I'm going to cut up your coupon. We got some new raw graphics this week, which is really weird. Because it's like in the middle of their like four taped episodes. They're like, yeah, let's switch up the graphics for this show. Yeah. Uh, this is, is this for the strap or what? I can't remember. This is a weird match. They didn't even advertise this match. Hey, they were they... Placed, like sit against Janetti, didn't they? No, they advertised this last week, I believe. Oh, they did? In one of those weird, like, videos where they're like, he's been Next teaching week. a lot of lessons and he oozes machismo. Hey, There's a shortage there is a shortage of toothpicks at your local Target. And it turned I'm out, out that Dean place. Douglas was making a bonfire. And that's why the Razor doesn't have any toothpicks. Find out next week if Razor will Holy find shit. the toothpicks. Now, hey, take a look at this. The Burger King logo they just showed is uh, pretty much the same one they just re-ba- re- rebranded to in, I think it was 2020, technically. 
Well, as a vegetarian, I wouldn't know uh, the Burger King logo. Burger King hasn't been good since 1995. I think they're using the same patties that they had for 95. That's yeah, like chance. the expiration date was probably 93, but they're still yeah. cooking. Why do you think it's called the Impossible Burger? It's impossible that that thing's fucking safe to eat. Uh, excuse me, that's their best uh, menu item. So I'm pretty sure I got tape one from it. No, no, that's the uh, six DiGiorno pizzas that you ate in one sitting. Listen here. Are we going to wait? Are we going to gloss over the fact that Bob tried to say he was a vegetarian? Yeah, I am glossing over it because both of these guys are in blue and it's pissing me off. And I also am a vegetarian, Dallas. Okay. The day you go vegetarian is the day I can fucking fly. Uh, I always thought Bob only ate seafood. Yeah. No, Bob is definitely like a, he's a meat lover's pizza kind of guy where it's like, you got to load up all the meats. Like, um, like our old buddy there who used to get just piles of meats on sandwiches. Bob, are you sure you're not on the all seafood diet? If you see food, you eat it. Oh, Mm, silence. Uh, anyway, we're getting Razor Ramon. Did getting... you know that uh, that uh, Dallas? Do you like cucumbers? No, not really. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there goes your joke, you son of a bitch. And Austin's the one who said that joke. Why don't you insult him for once? Uh, I, I, I do actually... not like cucumbers either. You horse's ass. I actually <laughs> like Austin. Unlike uh, I don't like you, Dallas. Uh, it's because you guys spend too much time together. Anyway, Razor's it, it, been... It literally the is. That's the problem. Every Sunday, it's, oh, what time are we doing it today? Well, I was like, listen here, asshole. I've been up since about 3.15 in the morning, so I, I would rather do it at like 9 o'clock at night so I could sleep. But he'd be like, I can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Why does Razor have Shawn Michaels' name taped on his boot? Because he man. cares about his friend. Okay. And Shawn we trust. Okay. You know what's under that piece of tape, Sean? Smile. It's a reminder of the friendship that they have and share in the back. Wait till they hug in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. I'm I'm gonna go to work tomorrow and I'm gonna put a piece of tape on my hand and it's gonna say Dallas. People be like, "Who's that?" I'm gonna be like, it's "Some piece of shit that I know." I used to write stuff on my hand tapes when I wrestled. Hidden messages, baby. Mm-hmm. Hidden messages, yeah. Wonderful. I'm depressed. What the oh, fuck? Oh, we're going right to a commercial when Dean Douglas is jumping off the second rope. I'm depressed. About what? Just my life. Oh, boy. Here we go. Is it Sarah? No, I'm just... What's happened with her? Nothing, I'm just fat. Is Sarah beating you again? No, I'm just sitting here in my bed wearing my Carlito cool shirt, and I'm just realizing that my belly is really just flopped over this desk that I have. I demand right now you go out to the living room yeah, in the middle of this podcast, and I want to hear Sarah's voice say hello to us, and I want to see her on camera. Well, he's in his bed, so. Yeah, so... That's not going to happen. 
Wait, call. I have an idea. Call her in and then turn your right. computer so we can see her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, she would probably punch me for that. She would not. She does not want me to do that. That's bullshit. So I'm not going to do that. Uh, we almost got a pinfall over there on Dean Douglas. We're not talking about this match, guys, and it's actually been pretty good. So fuck you both. Uh, what? No, this uh, this is sucked. Bullshit. Wait, start oh, paid 95, wait. baby. Oh, great. Can't wait to watch New fucking, Japan. S- fucking Japan guys wrestle. Great. Hard <laughs> subject to change, though. <sighs> Can't wait to not pronounce names right. Here's Justin Luger and uh, <laughs> what? Kenny, Kenny, oh. S- Kenny Suzaki. Razor's One, Edge. Is that going to be it? That's sure it, is. Clean. Right in the center of the goddamn ring. Bob, there he goes. Who was that girl that was just with um, Johnny B. Bad? That's Kimberly. What? That's Diamond Doll, yeah. Yeah, remember she gave him a 10 at the pay-per-view? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know she, like, switched sides, though. Yeah, dude. She left an abusive relationship for Johnny B. Bad. Guys, how many more times are we going to see Douglas? uh, See Dean Douglas? Maybe three, maybe four? Uh, I don't think he's there at all in 96, so I'm thinking maybe once. Wow. Oh, great. Next week is Bob Eckler against Bret Hart. Oh, God, I'm so excited. Expect the unexpected. Haven't we seen this match already? We've seen it a couple of times. Yeah, I know. But Shawn Michaels speaks out. Oh, great. Laps in the ring. That's going to be fun. Ah, oh, shoot. Brother Love is back. I love you. Fuck this guy. Talk about another reason to switch the channel. What's going on in Nitro, boys? Uh, let's see. Someone's coming out right now. Well, I think I saw Scott Norton coming out. Who's coming out now? Is it Shark? Oh, shit. Is it? No, it's the giant. Oh. All right. King Maybell. Oh, fuck me in the ass. Jeez. All right. Uh, if I couldn't hate a brother love segment anymore, he has his guest as King fucking Mabel. Listen, if Jerry Lawler couldn't get a talk show segment over on the show... I think I just said over a lot. Uh, but if Jerry Lawler couldn't get a talk show over on Raw, what makes them think brother fucking love is going to be able to? Well, if well, you see, he took the chain from uh, from The Undertaker, so he's, like, bubbling down now, so. Well, I'm just really glad to, to, to see that Austin also went to that hot Asian website. Because he just said, fuck me in the ass. And that's a really a huge trend in their descriptions. Well, where did you think I got the phrase from? I didn't well, just make some, it up. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm missing Sir Mo. Oh, my God. This is terrible. This is the brother love show. <laughs> Dude, come on. Could there be a worse combination on fucking TV? I swear to God, they just they put all the names in a hat, and they were like, I don't care who you pull out. I want you to dump the hat out and pick the two worst names to put on TV at once and fucking put them out there tonight. 
listen, uh, in a couple years, I'm going to be tag team partners with Naked Midian. Alright? He just said he was the first man to pin The Undertaker. Get fucked. <clears throat> no, is that true? He was just saying that he is going to end up butt-fucking Charlie Haas on a, a episode of Monday Night Raw in 2006. Oh, poor you Charlie know, Haas. Have you guys seen him recently? Yeah, no, dude, well, that's why you have it. He needs help. He is definitely on that. Well, that's why you have it. Thanks, Mabel. Uh, is Mabel the first person to pin under? I don't think so. Hulk Hogan definitely pinned him. Mm. I th- I'm pretty sure. No, that's a good point. In 91. Oh, my God. It's a casket. It's the Yokozuna casket. It's fucking huge. Is oh, Yokozuna pushing it? Oh, my God, guys. It's happening and in your house. Mabel. Undertaker in a casket match. Oh my god. Oh it's god. gotta be, right? Oh god. I'm really concerned that Mabel's the first person to fucking pin under I'm still trying to think. No, you're probably right. Hogan probably did. Yeah, and they're probably just ignoring that because he's in WCW. Right. right? Well that yeah. and maybe he, he's even saying on ROM or something. When did he pin him? Well he be, he beat him at King of the Ring. Oh, maybe that's what he's getting at. He can kiss yeah. my ass. But I'm also trying to think of who's pinned Taker since Hulk Hogan. And I can't think of anyone. Like, he's lost casket matches. But he hasn't been pinned. Mm, maybe that's how they've gotten around it. Uh, mm. We're about 26, 39, 40, 41. Into the show here. <sighs> Fantastic. The druid is now up on the apron, the same druid that pushed the casket out to the uh, ringside area. It's obviously somebody. It's brother Sir Mo, right? Oh my god! God damn it! It's Sir Mo. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. Somebody needs to put Mo's head on that meme. What can Sir, possibly be going on here? Sir Mo is the type of guy or character that would uh, would recreate the Dave Chappelle sketch where he's a black guy in a KKK outfit, but he's blind. Oh, my God. But, but Mo's not blind, and he's just oblivious to the history of it. Yeah, he don't know. He's just that dumb. Right. Uh, speaking of really dumb things, how about this casket that's spray painted with Undertaker X out and it just says spray painted King underneath it? Yeah. King. I'm going to stuff you in that casket. <laughs> so you better watch out. Why did they think Mabel drew money? Because he did. No, dude. No. Mabel's the type of guy, like the Patrick Starr uh, sketch on SpongeBob, where <laughs> they put paint on the dollar, like uh, Mr. Krabs' first dollar. So then he just <laughs> uses a crayon, and he's just like, "How would they know? How's he gonna know? Looks good to me. Just slide it up on the wall, like nothing ever." <laughs> That's what Mabel does when he draws money. He's like, Vince, I did it. Mo, or uh, Mabel, you can't just 
you just can't write down that you drew four hundred thousand dollars. You you didn't. How would they know? Um, well, you you wrote it in red crayon. What? I have a I have an update. I just tried to do some live research here. Yeah. Technically, okay. it, it looks like uh, in October of ninety one. In a match that was exclusive. Well, Tito Santana, yeah, we know. Yes, I just found that. Yeah, so technically, that... Tito Santana is the first one to pin the Undertaker. That's right. Ariba, bitches. That's right. But who sense Hogan at like this Tuesday, or no? Yeah, this Tuesday in Texas, he would have pinned him. I think. Get I don't know. I don't think high I'm... speed collisions and bone crunching hits. It's the Rabble. What the fuck does that mean? On January 1st, 96, there's going to be a Rabble. Yay. What is a Rabble? It's in reference to the Super Bowl. Right, but what is a Rabble? They're going to be like in football gear. Why is Sid coming out with bubble lights? I want bubbles during my entrance. Vince is like, oh, oh okay, pal. Give him bubbles during his entrance. Fucking Sid. I wish Sid was as good as he looked. What, a, what I, I mean, mean, what a waste. What a waste. It's like it's like building and making the most delicious looking cake, and then you cut into it and it's fucking dirt. Like yeah. man, that looked good. Oh wait, we Barry Dedinsky. I don't know. Look at how means. small he looks in between these two cutouts here. He's like, yeah, I didn't shrink, but these are life size. As I borrowed one of Vince McMahon's raw turtlenecks, you want to buy one of these? It's only twenty five dollars each, plus three ninety five shipping and handling. You, you know. You know, it'd be hilarious if they panned out and he was on his knees and he just stood up and then he was way taller than the two cutouts. <laughs> They're enormous. 100 Titan. Wait, who, who's on Raw here? Phoenix Suns. I don't know who that guy is. That would be uh, Nitro, sir. Yeah. That's Nitro. Charles Barkley. Nitro, sorry. Oh, okay. Charles Barkley's on Nitro? Shit. Yeah, dude. He's hanging out with the Nature Boy. Woo! Rick Flair. Uh, Marty Jannetty stupidly is jumping <sighs> sick from behind here. He must have a death wish. Go get him, Marty. Who did Sid just tag up with? One, two, three, kid, right? Yeah, one, two, three, Sid, remember? Yeah. That's what I thought it was. Or they're like buddies now, or whatever. Oh, you know what? Speaking of that... We've gotten some comments on our Facebook page. Uh, I've been writing back. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure I've said, hey, I'll talk about it. I'll mention it on, like, the podcast, which is the whole point of it. Okay. What the f- Why can't I just go to the cancel? All right, good. Jeez, such a pain in the ass here to get this stupid page <laughs> going here. Okay, scrolling down. Great. Yeah, cool. Lundra Blades. She sucks. Uh, oh, she, she liked our tweet on uh, Twitter. Oh, I love her. Uh, Mike Poland was like, "Hey, did anyone else besides me have karate fire toys?" And Austin was like, "Dude, yeah, well, that's lame. No one cares about that." Um, right. Yeah, Mick Price was like, "Just think, you get the possibility now to see the team of one, two, three, Sid." 
Yeah. Uh, Mike, Mike Campbell was like, I still have all three books. Well, that's in reference to the Goosebumps. He just commented on the wrong one. So uh, Nick Price was like, I used to have all the Goosebump books as well. I actually went to look for them a few months ago. It really is ridiculous. I read through the first 40 or so at least two or three times a piece. And I also have a bunch of the Fear Street books. And then Mike Campbell was like, I still have all three books in the Fear Street saga and the three 99 Fear Street books on my shelf. I can't bear to part with them. Don't do it because, like, you're going to pay an arm and a leg for them. Yeah. Uh, Johnny B. Smith, I guess, thought it was funny about the drop salt. So, well, Dale still doesn't know which one is which. Oh, my God. Okay. And then Mick Price had another, uh, he has a joke here. He goes, uh, big, cool truck boy. Now you can retroactively call the 95 King of the Ring tag team match the Million Dollar Corporation versus Ta Tonka. I myself out. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I like that. That was pretty good. <laughs> oh shit! If only. If only. If only. Uh, and I don't know if there's really much. Oh, let's see what happened here. I thought there was a couple more. I can't remember though. Razor's uh, watching backstage as this match unfolds yeah. on Raw. Here, by the way. This is in reference to our Halloween Havoc '95 uh, bonus episode. Alex Gutierrez. Gutierrez, I use the phrase, I don't know, I use the phrase personal agenda all the time. Thanks, 95 WCW. Very true. And then John B. Smith said, I'm a diehard fan, and I'm sure that's in reference to me saying, hey, if you made it this far, you're a diehard fan. He's the only one that commented that, so we have one diehard fan. No, somebody else did. And then uh, Ian Matthews said that he, he has one of the matches, he has the, what is it, the Survivor... Oh, Brett's DVD that has their Survivor Series match with him and Diesel, so he can watch along with that match. <laughs> oh, perfect. Oh, right, yeah. So that was, I thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, also for the Halloween Havoc 95 uh, episode, Mick Price noted that Zodiac replaced Kamala, who yep. got out of there by right. just doing a pay-per-appearance contract. That may be why it was so short as well. That's probably true. Uh, let's see. There's something here for Macho Man. Nick Price saying, your mustache is crooked. Uh, Mike Campbell, for Halloween Havoc, says, if you miss this episode, you might as well just jump off the roof of Cabo. Or Cobo, I mean. (laughs) Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's true there. I think all of our episodes you could say the same for. Like, if you miss one, you gotta go. You gotta start back from number one. No, I think if you miss one, you should just miss them all because save yourself the <laughs> two hours and just not listen to this bullshit, man. This show sucks. Man. Yeah, the one like, we're watching. No, like every week, dude. I haven't enjoyed doing Icopod in the last probably 155 episodes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what episode number is it? Oh, one, two, three kids coming down to the ring here. What the hell Holy was that? You just did a flying knee from behind. It's like a lung blower in midair here to margin. Why, why am I watching this when I have Randy Savage against Lex Luger on Nitro? What am I doing? God, all right, I'm watching Luger and Savage. Let's go. Uh, here comes Razor Ramon. He's appeared at ringside. He's chasing off one, two, three kid. Ducks a clothesline from Sid, throwing in some punches. This match is completely broken down here. 
Uh, if the bell rang, we're done. Yeah, and now That's he's uh, chasing Kid out of the arena, it looks like. That is dumb. We're There's got to be another match then, because we've got like nine minutes left in the show. Wait, Where's... Razor was chasing him out and then turned around and ran back. He also just shoved the kid out of the way. Oh. Oh, Sid's like, this match ain't over. He just kicked Jeanette. He looks like he's going to go for the power bomb. Did we really need to pr- protect Marty Jannetty here or what? No. Oh. oh, there it is. He just killed him. Pin him. Pin him, Sid. Don't Did jump you just off. Just do like the crucifixion fucking symbol. Yeah, dude. <laughs> okay. He's praying for him. That's weird. Well, Jenny's definitely gonna pocket that dollar bill. So. Hundred dollar bill. Hundred dollar bill. Whatever. Oh. No, Ted took it back. Uh, my bed fall. Okay, I'm, I'm up. I'm getting back up. Raising myself up. Here we go. Look at Bob's bed just lifting him. Woo! What the fuck? Yeah, that's weird. Uh, I'm like the Undertaker. <laughs> <clears throat> King Mabel. Guys, Sid is completely lost on the card, is he not? Yep. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Shawn Michaels' wrestling crew is definitely in danger. Yeah, Hitman versus Bob Backlund next week. That's right, baby. Oh, fucking great, dude. I'm so pumped. Why is Bob Backlund still in blood? Like, I just don't get it. There's no explanation for any of that. He must have, like, dirt on somebody. I was going to say, yeah, he's pulling some strings or he's politicking backstage or something. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, my God. If they keep hyping up the Shawn Michaels thing, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Another commercial. Yeah, you're gonna lose your mind because it's about his brain. So he had a major head injury. Give me a fucking break. Okay. We're at the personal physician of Shawn Michaels at the most generic hospital we could find. Here's the doctor walking down the hallway. Doesn't he look official? Dr. Unger. Uh yes. So um Basically, what happened with Sean's brain is uh, he did a lot of um, bong rips. So uh, that mixed with uh, all the poon he's been getting lately has really messed up the fluids in his brain. So as you see here, he uh, he was dancing around the ring. Usually he pulls his pants off at this time, but uh, his brain hurt so bad he just kind of collapsed and fell to the canvas. Again, that's caused by a mixture of uh, chlamydia as well as bong residue. Uh, so unfortunately, Mr. Uh, Shawn Michaels, which is his legal name, it's written down on this uh, very legal document here. Uh, uh, unfortunately, he will not be able to uh, do the wrestling matches. Uh, as as it turns out, uh, Sonny, in fact, did suck the life out of him. That's why he collapsed. Mm-hmm. It's a mixture of dehydration and the fact that Sonny is really just a fucking machine and he can't keep up. Yeah, uh, Sonny has uh, tried to re- enter the hospital. And luckily, we were able to move Shawn Michaels. However, Sonny did get into the room of one of our 85-year-old patients and rid him like a fucking wild animal. 
and he had a heart attack and died. And we have yet to tell the family. As you can see on this right here, uh, that was the 85-year-old man's uh, brain uh, <laughs> at the beginning of the day. And then in the bottom right corner is when Sonny uh, fucked the shot of him. And that's what that black dot is. That's when he had a seizure and died. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, man. I love how they just showed Sean full stretcher job backstage, something we didn't even see on TV. Yeah, it's all right. It's exclusive footage. Oh, my God. This is breaking all sorts of HIPAA laws, by the way. I mean, you're not supposed to be telling people this stuff. I think uh, I think the doctor's explaining the, the fact that, Well, yeah, but he also is explaining how he had to explain to Sean that basically what happened was, is like if you see a grape, right? And then after Sonny, Sean was like a raisin. Oh. That's like what he's explaining to him. I thought when that video package was going on, the, the doctor was still narrating it. So, yeah, so Shawn Michaels had a head injury. But back in January, uh, he won that match with when one foot hit the ground. And no one believed it. But it happened. Yeah, now, according to our charts here, uh, it says he, he jumped off a ladder at one point. Um, yeah, so see, back to this right here. Yeah, see, that is where that's where Sonny made that 85-year-old man ejaculate. And then that's when he, he died. <laughs> this is very drawn out. Yeah, I don't care about this shit. Who cares? Oh, yeah, Shawn Michaels. Oh, I passed out in the middle of, in the in the ring, and I'm having sex with Sonny every night, and Skip is crying in the bathroom. Ugh. Although at this time, yeah. probably I would have bought into it. I don't know if I would have bought into this whole doctor shit, but I might have bought into the uh, the Shawn Michaels thing passing out. Yeah, I mean, probably. If I was, like, eight. Well, like, the lead-up of getting beat up, and then he's got to turn the belts over, and he's still hurt, but he comes back, and I don't know. You can kind of picture it. Oh, my God. They're talking about... <laughs> Vince is saying, like, we have a tough time separating these guys from the rest of us, and some of them have... Supernatural powers that maybe don't really exist. Pretty much telling us that the Undertaker's a phony. Right. They don't talk the way that we talk. The show that you're watching is fake. This is some silly shit. I don't like it at all. Well, it's a way to make Sean seem like, oh, poor Sean Michaels. Yeah. Poor Sean. It's not bad enough we just had a doctor talk to you for 20 minutes on our premiere television program. Now, could we but, believe that Shawn Michaels collapse? He is in fact human, and he. We're gonna a, give you a PSA about fucking. It's how they feel pain. It's not as bad as when Jerry Lawler had a legitimate heart attack on Raw. Shawn Michaels collapsed in the ring. That two didn't minutes even happen yet. Two minutes after he was in the head. Yeah, and here's here's Bret Hart at WrestleMania, uh, what a year and a half ago. Why is, are they saying that Brett has a head injury too, and he's not? No, risking their bodies and all that shit. What are they gonna do when Mick Foley gets here? <laughs> they ain't gonna show this shit. All I can picture is uh, you were my hero music playing. 
during their show. It's definitely like like quieter. Like you are my hero, baby. You are my hero. This is so dramatic. Holy shit. (laughs) Whoa, whoa. Is this gonna close us out here? Oh my god, it is. We only got about 20 seconds left of the show, not even. Well, Nitro, the match is, I think, still going on, right? Yeah, dude, there's like still some time to go. Here. How silly. Oh, yeah. oh, my God, there's yeah. like 10 minutes left. Yeah, there's 10 minutes left of Nitro. Holy shit. Hell? It's a long show, 55 minutes on the network. No, yes. we've gone off the air on Raw as of right now. Thank God. Wow. All right, well, we have 10 minutes left of Luger Savage, so... Uh, needless to say, I probably would have been tuning into uh, Monday Night Nitro tonight. A hundred percent. The Razor match wasn't terrible. No, it wasn't terrible. Um, Bulldog was kept short in the beginning with uh, Bob Holly, and it wasn't really that competitive, which was good, because it shouldn't have been. Hey. Um, disrespect spark plug like that. But, but really, other than that, I mean, Sid sucked. Sid and Marty was not good. No. I'm not invested in any of that storyline angle as far as Marty and Razor, one, two, three, kid Razor, Sid Razor, like any of that shit. I don't care. Yeah. Um, and then to, to waste the last roughly 10, 15 minutes of Raw for Shawn Michaels' doctor to talk to us. Uh, and then you throw the brother love promo in with Mabel. I mean, now you're talking Raw's worth maybe 15 minutes of your time if you're lucky tonight. So. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't and, a whole lot going on in Raw that was any, anything and, good. And if that's not enough, don't worry. We're going to give you some great stuff next week. Can't miss Bob Backlund in action. Yes. Yeah, that already is telling uh, me I'm going to be watching Nitro. Damn it, man. I am, I am not interested in watching Bob Backlund. Here's the thing, though. You know what? Here's the thing for me. If 95 would have went out any other way, I would have been pissed. 95 has to come in the same. It has to close the same way it opened. Just being fucking not good. Because then it'll justify in my head, yeah, there's like some hidden gems, but not nearly as much as there is in 93 and 94. So for the majority of 95, can you skip WWF? We got two episodes that are going to tell me yes or no. And right now, I'm saying no, buddy. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I can't imagine the next two episodes anything's going to pick up. Well, and that's the thing, and it's like really for 95, thanks to uh, mostly Bob for lying to us, we've been waiting for like that switch and that turn up and and crank up of um, volume as well as entertainment. And uh, it never came. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just 95 has died such a slow death. And if the last couple of any uh, last couple of episodes that we're going to watch here the next couple of weeks, next, well, two weeks, um, is any indication of the rest of the year, I think it's a perfect bookend 
to the 1995 story. Well, I would like to say that this is my proudest moment that I was able to sucker you guys into watching the complete 1995 year of the WWF. I feel like 95 lasted as long as 93 and 94 combined. I think watching 95 WWF in the way that we did has probably aged me 20 years. Yeah, that's how I feel too. Yeah, I feel like it as well. I've been the closest to quitting I ever have been for 1995. And that was like every week. <laughs> yeah, but, now you're looking I... forward, but now you're looking forward to 96. Yeah, I am. But like now I... I know like firsthand that there is stuff in 96 to like look forward to. Yeah. I don't know if that's even accurate to whereas I kind of had to like take your word for it. Oh, maybe 95, but I like, think 96 no. sucks. I'm probably looking at it with rose colored glasses. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But I'm not going to admit that yet because we don't know. Oh boy. Over on nitro here, which is still happening. Hogan and Sting are yelling at each other like, listen here, man. You don't get in my face. And he's like, shut up, Hulkster. And then Randy Savage is like, guys, it's okay. We're all friends. Brian Nobbs, he's damaged goods. It's okay. His whole. Wait, is that it? No, they're still talking. Oh, my God. There's still five minutes of this show. (laughs) Well, Raw has wrapped up. I would say definitely skip this one. If you can't yeah. find it on Peacock, consider yourself lucky. Yeah, don't watch Literally. it. Um, if you're watching on Peacock and you're not overseas, I'm sorry to hear that. No, um, listen. No. Oh, you know what? Speaking of that. So any of our international uh, listeners, if right. you want to send us your login information. It doesn't work like that, Bob. Yeah, it does. No, it won't work because it'll know where your location is. If yeah, you want to like five, get, five, get some fun like VPN stuff going on, we could maybe work something out, but we can talk about that off air. No, let's talk about it on air. Let me defraud the WWE Network and Peacock by getting a VPN. So let me know how to do it because <laughs> I don't know how to do anything illegal. Yeah. Because I'm a I'm a very honorable man. Uh, so. Speaking of considerably, just by the book legal things. Yeah. If anybody on or off this podcast has a way of getting me WCCW runs full years of TV, as much as humanly possible, hit me up. Oh, I found something for that. Because, like, I want that shit. Oh, All of it. So here's the thing about that. Since we still have uh, literally about three minutes to kill here before Nitro's off the air, and I'm only keeping this going just in case someone's watching Nitro uh, as well. So thanks, Bishop, for extending the show by a quarter hour, you fucking prick. Um, I thought I found something on eBay for that WCCW thing. Oh, really? Yeah, so let me just do it real quick. Speaking of eBay, I doubt that Vince Russo got any bids on that uh, horrendous art. 
Um, no, actually, it's probably hanging in his own house right now. Yeah, I don't think it did, but I guess since we're trying to kill time, I can take a try to find info on that quick. Do it up. Do it up. What the flipping hell here? DVD. When is Royal Rumble? January something 21st. Oh, so deep into January. It usually is. Okay. All right. Well, I have a little faith then that Royal Rumble will be a little bit better than maybe we're expecting right now. Yeah. So there's something here that says the ultimate WCCW collection. Okay. Yeah. Send that to me. Which I don't know what that means. Let me look at the description here. It's really random that you found this on eBay, Bob. This has 53 volumes, starts at the end of 1983. Ooh. We're missing some time there, then. So, uh, I like, can't. Because what are you looking for? Well, I need 82. I need 83. So, you need 82 and 83. Yeah. All right. Well. I can't I'd like it. up to like nineteen eighty-nine. No news on the Vince Russo part, by the way. Like it, it doesn't look like I can um You're gonna access it probably. Well, uh that might be the only thing there on the good old eBay. I mean, they've destroyed a lot of their footage, isn't that what happened? Well, not destroyed. Taped over. Taped over. Which is also destroying. No, dude. Free wow, sure. There's like a lot of bootleg WCW, WCCW DVDs on eBay. Yeah. Well, no one probably owns the footage, so they're probably able to get away with it. Well, I'm pretty sure WWE owns the footage. <laughs> no, they don't. Interesting. I didn't know that this was. If you don't. What I've enough. learned, if you don't acknowledge laws. You can basically do it. That's what it seems like on Twitter with all the guys who make their own like ripoff merch. Yeah, they're just like, oh, I'm not stealing this design because I don't even acknowledge it. Right. All right. Is this show over yet? Nitro's cool. officially coming. going off the air. Thank goodness. Thank you, Eric Bischoff. And Nitro is... Out of time. All uh, right. Talking about this $200 shit on eBay. Yeah. I'm not buying that. Oh, how much? How do you expect to acquire stuff, Austin? It shouldn't be that much money. Uh, well, that's how it works, my friend. Oh, seller, Bob Colling Jr. Okay, fuck you. I'm not really buying it. <laughs> no. Wow. That's messed up, man. I don't sell shit. I buy shit. Yeah, well, sure you do. I buy stuff, and then I proceed to put it on my bookshelf and then not watch it. Um, how was Nitro this week, guys? Because I didn't watch. You have to tell me what it was. I like. mean, it was probably it was better than Raw. It was say. definitely better than Raw. Okay. Um, I mean, as far as match quality and stuff, I didn't have my full attention on it, but it was better than Raw, 100%. Yeah. And it looked like at the end there's some confrontation with Hogan and Sting because Sting is Luger's friend saying Luger's, he don't know what's going on with him. He's just mixed up right now. I don't agree with the Jimmy Hart stuff. 
So there's definitely some tension rising yeah. there. He's basically like, Luger's just confused. Like, you can trust him. And Hogan's like, I don't know if I can, brother. And then Luger's just standing there like an airhead. Like, uh, yeah. No, Luger standing like an airhead? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. Luger. It's a shocker, but that's how it was. Uh, all right, I don't got anything else for this episode, and I'm dreading oh. next week's episode. And yeah, just, let's uh, get out of here while we can. Dallas, don't be like, oh, I got nothing else for this take episode. Take us home, baby. Take us no, home. I don't want and to. And for Dallas. Bob Collins Jr. and Austin nope. Skinner and Dallas Gridley. No. That is Dallas, how about this? How about we talk about that comic book again? Okay. Uh, I mean, it was really. It was all right. Good. For Austin Skinner and for Dallas Gridley, I am Bob Collins Jr., and this has been Icopod. <laughs> Wait, is this when I laugh now? Yeah, you got it. <laughs>